this week on the Adventurer's Vault. The party's forced to work out a few issues. You're really fucked up, you know? <laughs> Who would fireball an innocent man? But their thought process is, well, quite baffling. Blood in It's you. a Tyler Durden thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... But as always, they get sidetracked with questions they should have been asking long ago. Speaking of which, Nathan, have you become an avatar yet? We haven't. No? I'm uh, getting there. Okay. But eventually, they get around to discussing tactics. Lead them right into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if everyone wants to kill us, we just need to get them all in one room. Tactics. Just remember, folks, these guys are somehow supposed to save the world. Do we have the material components for raised dead? Then I remembered, oh, it doesn't no. matter. I'm, nine, I'm not ninth level. <laughs> I can't cast it. So It's what, like 10k or something? Well, I can, ra- I can raise the dead. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've noticed. We've been <laughs> to talk to you about that. There's some fine print on that. This is the Adventurer's Vault. Follow our epic journeys and hear amazing tales. Join our heroes as they bravely face grave dangers and mysterious evils in distant and unknown lands. Be sure to visit our website, theadventurersvault.com, for episodes, links, and show notes. Music and sounds provided by Sirenscape. And now, it's time to open... The Adventurer's Vault. All right. uh, Welcome back, Vault Dwellers. The time has arrived. It is the evening before the big battle. And our four heroes here have made their way near New Hope, uh, where they're going to settle in to get a little rest before they have to get up before dawn and uh, make their way to the the hidden entrance into New Hope. Is there any chance, I'll be asking, that we could... We could postpone the battle so it isn't like before dawn, you know, mm-hmm. maybe maybe an hour or two after dawn. We get a get a breakfast, maybe have another quick lie down and then is that nobody's like a second cup of coffee and Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. you know, just a pastry or something. I mean that's not something gonna... buttery and flaky. Oh, you know neither what? of these hey, two should be involved that should in be, any sort of combat. I like where you're going with that. We could get some of those. Remember the fate of the universe rests on us. Yeah, it's not looking <sighs> promising. We should be then well rested and have some breakfast. I think that's so you guys have picked a good spot knowing where some of the other troops are going to be and you don't run into anybody and nobody runs into you. But you can hear off in the distance at times uh, people moving into position uh, and you can also just kind of feel the the presence in the air that you know there are others around and that the, the battle is being prepared for even now. In the air, you say? But unfortunately, you guys each have a very uneasy feeling and it's not just nerves. You, you just feel uneasy something is disturbing you that you can't quite put your finger on that you can't quite describe like we're like you know standing next to demon central weird no i feel at home here <laughs> well and there and that's kind of the the problem is that like you you know that and you know there should be a little anxiety and nervousness but there there's more this is more this is a feeling like you can feel something is very very wrong but you just don't know what it is. You just but like here's the world we live in. We live in a world where like any given moment, some crazy cultist finds an ocean of negative energy and is like, bang, and then the whole continent blows up again. And we're just like, okay, yeah, we're mean. all we're all dead. <laughs> so that's just we live above like ten nuclear bombs mm-hmm. on this continent. We've so seen some shit. Yeah, uh, it'll be fine. Get 
give my uh, give my successor like another like a hundred ten years. Like, I'll just get back together. Like Roddy will hear a familiar sound and be like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> Do you guys smell that? Rich, can I ask you this? What's up? Uh, getting this uh, spider sense tingle, can I uh, perhaps use my diviner sight? Divination? Sure. Uh, I got an ability. <laughs> uh, so you, you're going to try to tap into something and see if you can get an idea of what is coming. So what, uh, describe to me how like how you're going to go about doing this. Give me give me a little something for description, and then I will give you a response. So Hatham kind of looks over at the uh, there maybe there's a stream running nearby and uh, filling up his water skin and he looks down into the water and as the ripples fade and he puts the cork back into the water skin he sees his own reflection and uh, has a thought to to kind of reach out and uh, cast diviner's sight on himself and like reaches out and touches the water and there's the ripples again so you know like normally when you look down you kind of see the reflection of yourself or some things around you especially if the water is nice and still and initially you get that and then when you cast the spell there is a moment where everything is kind of hazy and and you you feel a, an odd sensation and as you look back down the the reflection slowly fades away into nothingness and all you see is now the water looks completely black solid infinite black it's completely dark and you there's no reflections there's no images there's no ripples just solid black i see a puddle and i <laughs> want to paint it black pretty much what you did so as you guys begin to drift off to sleep for the evening uh, your watches are set uh, you, you once again you rest uneasy you rest discontent and that's when that's when the visions come and roddy I believe you drift off first. So the camera pans and we see that there's a group of children and the the setting's dark. It looks to be a house. The, the lights are out, just maybe a couple candles, but it, it's dark outside. It's scary. And these kids are kind of huddled together uh, for protection. But then in the darkness, they hear a voice. Well, you children at. And then they see something in the corner. And they run. They just bolt in different directions, heading to whatever place they can hide. The evil voice of the beast laughing as it follows them. Come out, come out. You hear sounds of running, and then shortly you hear a child scream in the darkness. And then another one. And then there's only one left, and it's huddling in a closet, trying to trying to hold its breath, trying to make no noise. It's so scared, breathing hard, but just it knows. And then we hear footsteps coming toward the closet door. You can't hide from me. And the door opens. I'm always gonna find you, love. And standing there is Roddy. And at that point, Roddy snaps awake, breathing hard, sweating. So while Roddy is uh, catching his breath and realizing where he is and kind of getting his bearings again, we switch over to Father Becker, who is laying there having finally drifted off to sleep. Father Becker finds himself standing on uh, a battlefield. And um, <clears throat> it's it's very strange because th there's a lot of mist all over the place. And he kind of catches half glimpses through the mist. Um, he sees um, he sees Hatham, um, who appears to be fighting a, a demon. 
uh, and um, there is uh, <clears throat> Roddy, who's got a, a whole group of men who are surrounding him, uh, and he's he's fighting them. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, but there are a lot and, and he's becoming a bit overwhelmed and the demon that Haytham is fighting, uh, is, is looking, um, <clears throat> pretty, pretty big. I mean, Haytham is scoring some hits, but, um, <clears throat> you know, it, it is, it is a big fight and, and the demon is not, um, not falling away. Um, <clears throat> we also see a Shirion, uh, and he appears to be trying to rally, uh, some, some people, some troops. Um, that are are getting pressed back by um, in advance of um, it's hard to tell what the foe is maybe cultists maybe some humanoids or something like that and <clears throat> all of them are, are are fighting hard and fighting valiantly but um, but they appear to be a bit overwhelmed and and they're calling for help um, <clears throat> but they're kind of passing in and out of the mists and and as father Becker turns to one um, that person sort of seems to disappear the mist flow in, in front um and he hears a call from behind him and he turns around and and that whoever called to him is they're gone too and then uh, it, it almost seems as though everything is fading into the distance the cries for help are becoming um more uh, more intense but at the same time they're also fading from sound and as he looks around trying to determine who, who to help where to go um he also finds that the the ground to a certain extent has has fallen away. It's not as though he's actually falling, but he's not on firm ground anymore. There's nothing believe. There's no firmament, if you will. And <clears throat> the mists get more intense. He sees little flashes of light here and there, occasional calls, but they sound as though they're very far away. And they're also sounding desperate and, and almost disappointed as though they needed help. They need help, but they're not getting it. They're not getting what they expect. Um, <clears throat> and uh, he's, he's filled with this profound sense of frustration uh, and, and, and uh, disappointment in himself um, <clears throat> as, he, as he tries to figure out who to help and where to go, but he can't seem to get anywhere. And, and, and then, then there's just nothing, and, and everything is quiet except for the mist that's swirling around. It's dark and getting darker. He can still sort of see, but he's just sort of alone there in the darkness, hanging in the air uh, with, with nowhere to go, nothing to push against. Uh, to make traction and and then the voices fade away and, and he's just sort of left there all alone um, not having been able to to assist or to, to do anything meaningful in any way and um, and that's when he opens his eyes and uh, <clears throat> looks around at the firelight and and uh, and uh, tries to determine for a moment where he is and what's going on um, <clears throat> before remembering about the uh, the battle and, and then lays back on the ground and stares up um, at the starlight above the trees. And as Father Becker is also trying to get his bearings, uh, we see Asherian is also in a restless sleep. So Asherian sees himself running through a forest, and I guess it's, just, it's less of running and more of a, a dead sprint at this point. And it's Based off of the, the large redwood trees, you can tell that this is obviously a forest in Arencia somewhere. As the Shirian is running, you can see he's been pelted with a couple of arrows at this point that have scored solid hits. And as he rounds another tree to make another turn to run somewhere, he gets hit with another one. But he keeps sprinting until eventually he gets to a place where there is no other place to run. He runs near an impassable wall with a large, large redwood tree in the center. 
and he turns this he turns around to try and run somewhere else but at that point whatever he was running from has finally caught him and he eats two more arrows slam into his chest at that point you see Asurian fall down to the grass looking up towards the sky as he's holding it in chest where one of the arrows is pierced right by his sternum and there's just a single falcon in the sky flying overhead and Asurian just gasps out fly fly away be free Asurian wakes up feeling a sharp pain in his chest we move over to Haytham who as his friends also seems to be having difficulty sleeping so Haytham is looking at uh, the same stream uh, that is now inky black uh, and he sees uh, sees something some what he thinks might be debris floating downstream and uh, it, it gets closer and he takes a step forward uh, and it's a Shirian face down in the water and he he dives in he swims over and pulls a Shirian to shore uh, and a Shirian is gone dead uh, almost like shriveled up and then he sees he sees uh sinking into the water he sees father Becker in his heavy armor sinking down so he dives in and swims a little bit deeper and pulls father Becker to the shore and takes his helmet off and tries to tries to wake him up but nothing pours a healing potion down his throat nothing and then he looks again into the water and can see Roddy even further down sinking so he dives in and swims swims lower his lungs are kind of burning his eyes are burning and he finally gets a hold of of Roddy and tries to to drag him up to the shore but he finds that Rod not only is Roddy sinking but so is he and soon Atham is sinking quicker than Roddy and holding on to the to the heel of his boot and Roddy's kicking to try and try and get himself afloat uh, and Haytham wakes up as they both start sinking down and the, the moon shrinks become invisible over the surface of the water and there are several long minutes where the four of you are just kind of lying there half sitting awake nobody wants to say anything nobody wants to go back to sleep but each of you know without saying that your sleep was restless that you all saw something and right about then you hear a voice nearby say out loud what was it you saw and you look over and sitting nearby in your little campsite is a very well-dressed man of indeterminate age he doesn't seem young he doesn't seem old he seems very handsome and he's sitting on a very ornate comfortable pillow did you see something disturbing does he look familiar in any way? No, not really. Roddy stands up and, like, cracks his neck and draws his sword. It's like, pretty rude not to introduce yourself first. I've been accused of that, but I needed to see you four for myself. Yourselves? It's important to me what happens here. Not that important, but important to me. I have interest. <clears throat> may we ask your name? You may. <laughs> so we're going to stand on formalities then. In that case, sir, tell us your name, please. I have so many of them, I wouldn't know which one you know me by. Give us, give us a few of them, perhaps um, we'll, you'll enlighten us. I find it most likely that young Haytham here would know me best. Haytham, what have you done? 
Though most likely... Your first time? Though we've never met before, I've been apprised of your situation. So I thought it was time to check in for myself. (laughs) I I don't quite think it's our situation. I mean, after all, you just recently lost an underling, didn't you? Not lost. Hmm. The uh, Father Becker looks at him and and, uh, says, um, I don't know if we... I don't know if we... We share, share the same views on the universe, but um, um, I'll bow and say it is an honor to meet you. So very formal. I do have a point to this visit. Besides getting the measure of you men, I need to know if it's time for me to step in. I think it's well past that time. <clears throat> Why do you say that? Well, let's just say I've got a feeling this has all happened before. Not for you. Not this far. Well, then, if you're here, then obviously something's changed. That dire? For me, no, but I'd hate to lose what I have here. Because you have many realms in which you play a role. Is that not the case? I have an interest in many places. The people I have here are quite clever, but maybe too clever. What do you mean by that? I look around at the four of you, and it's up to you to save this realm? Does that seem wise? (laughs) <laughs> you mean, is it worth saving? No, he's saying, are no, the options good? Uh, not a lot about what's happened in the last several months has made a whole lot of sense, but, well, we're still going with it. You got somebody better in mind? Unfortunately, I don't. That's why I'm here. So are you checking to see if you think that there's any reason you should continue to have an interest in this place since it's up to us to try to... Um, set things right? Is that it? That's one way of looking at it, but yes. I need to see that my interests here are being sought after correctly. You know, we've um, <clears throat> we've all come from different places. Um, whenever we stepped off that boat, so seems so long ago, um, this wasn't how we envisioned um, our, our time on this continent as, um, as coming, to, coming to pass, but um, <clears throat> you know, we've We've all learned a lot and um, seen a lot. And this world has much potential. There are many, many good people here, bad people as well. But the point is, is this is a world that deserves to thrive. It deserves to continue to see what it can ultimately become. And what's happening is unnatural and it is wrong. And it should be fought against if for no other reason than it is taking away the, the spark uh, of, of a place that deserves to shine and someone out there seeks to break a pact I know how you feel about those also this world not real developed there's a lot of room here and best I can recall uh, your system Seems to be one of the predominant players here. You really willing to give up a place where you hold that much sway? And more importantly, we know there's other worlds, there's other planes. So do others. If the investments aren't paying off, why would he want to stay? Well, that's the point. Even if it's a bad investment, can you really take the risk of everybody knowing you lost? That's a good point. You spent a lot of effort to help preserve this place, to set things in motion. How dare they go up against them? I mean, well, hell, the Mystica hell is uh, 
dangerous. There's an edge there. But if you lose that edge and people know, well, <laughs> you can get away with it. You can pull it over Osmodius' eyes, or at least his people. It's happened before, right? It could happen again. So if I could end it right now, snap of my fingers, tell you everything you want to know, make the world exactly the way you want, what price would you be willing to pay? Are you offering a bargain? Or talking hypotheticals? I don't like hypotheticals. Yeah, you are a letter of the law kind of man, aren't you? I don't know why I'm being... <laughs> I'll just have a little bit of sparring with the devil right here. <laughs> He's a god. Whoops, okay. So, be anything? Anything you can dream of. To be clear, are you offering... I mean, it almost sounded like you were offering to remake the world as we would wish it. Or, are you just offering us a personal deal? We make a sacrifice and um, we get something in return. You ask so much. If I were to intercede, I would need much in return. And four souls would not be enough. More than four souls has definitely always been the price of freedom. I will tell you this. Because there was a time whenever um, oh, I would have loved to have been offered this deal. There was a time. Since that time, I have, um, I've made a connection. And um, I've determined that I serve another. And that that being is worth serving. And so it would not do for me to accept an offer from you. I will say this. I wish you would help out in this coming battle uh, for the sake of the fact that it is the right thing to do. I don't mean a moral thing necessarily or something tied to someone's set of beliefs. I just mean that they are in the wrong and we must oppose them. I have a feeling that you occasionally like a good fight, a good challenge, but I will not, I will not strike a bargain today. You know, I, I gotta say, uh, and I've always maybe felt this about you people a little bit, but it's pretty fucking brazen to look us in the eye, offer us uh, a chance to save all of your investments, and then ask us what we're willing to pay for it. Either help, or get out of the way. I believe so far, my help is the only reason this realm is still here. Yeah, right? yeah, well, let's call it 50 50 then. Because every time something's got to happen lately, your people get us involved too. So I'm not saying I'm not invested. I like this place. I like walking it. I like the people here. There's a lot of things I don't like. But if you're asking what I'm going to give up, just so you can kind of remake the world in your image again anyway. Well, I'm fighting for a little more than that. Not mine. I'd be willing for this realm to be in whatever image you wanted. Well, that don't make us whole, that wouldn't make me much more different then, would it? There's a couple things I'd cut out, but I'm not that arrogant to think I could fix the world's problems if I could draw it from the beginning. So you're saying if I offer to fix all of these problems, defeat all of your enemies, wipe the slate clean, and let you rebuild this world in any way that you so choose, you wouldn't be willing to give me what you find most precious. I'm just saying we'd probably end up right back here. So you know what? I'm going to take an honest shot at it the right way. The hard way. And if it fails, that's on us. But you know, I'm... 
I'm not willing to give up everything for nothing. So you're either invested or you're not. Are all four of you in agreement with this? No. Oh, hang on. You and I, Sheeran, we've all, all four of us, we've already invested a lot. I mean, if one were to give up everything that they that they cherished about this world, what what would be worth recreating in the first place? Look around, Haven. Everywhere we've gone, everywhere we've gone, everything we've done, just people with damaged minds and bodies. If anyone knew that these things were going to happen, why would we do that? The one thing that people are supposed to have when they are born is we're supposed to be free. But we never are. Everyone's always trapped with something. All of us are here. Even him. I just want people to be free. I don't want people to be like me or Roddy. I don't want people to be like you. I don't want people to be like Father Becker. I especially don't want people to be like him. But that's not what he's offering. And if you truly value freedom, you giving up yours won't solve it. If that's the price that I have to pay for freedom, then that is the price I'm willing to pay. It's, that's not how it works. It's always a sliding scale. You give up this. They take more. You give a little more. More's taken. And it's a good idea. It sounds good. It sounds like it's the right thing. But it's not. The odds always favor the house. We'd never... Sure, in life's hard. But it can get better. And that's what we're fighting for. And maybe we don't make it out. Maybe it's a bad end for us. But for those who come behind... It, don't, don't forget, there's always you. You always come back. It's not just this lifetime you're talking about. You give in to him, he owes you forever. Every time an Assyrian comes back, it's his. So there is a moment where he stands up, kind of brushes himself off a little and says, well, gentlemen, it looks like you have a lot to discuss, but since the good father over here has requested clarity, let me be quite clear. The four of you possess, or should soon possess, an incredible ability. In four pieces together, you would have the knowledge to make and unmake and remake realms. It's something I'd be willing to take. In return, I would leave the four of you with enough power and ability to remake this realm as you saw fit, and to rule it as you saw fit. It would be yours in any way that you want. And I would promise to never return in any form. If that's a deal you decided you were interested in, all you have to do is let me know. Still not too late. Let me ask one question. We decided to know. How hard are you going to fight us? I have a tendency to get what I want one way or the other. But fight is an awfully strong word for my intentions. And he kind of turns around and looks away from you guys for a moment. And then suddenly the four of you wake up and look across at each other. Realize that you guys have been asleep and there's nobody standing nearby. No evidence that there was. I'm an elf. I'm actually immune to effects that cause me to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, must have been powerful magic. So. <laughs> Rules is written, John. Rules is written. <laughs> so specifically, it bypasses sleep immunity. 
Why does every fucking powerful <laughs> being in the universe think we like talking in riddles? I had hurt. Nice of him to uh, reveal his bluff, though. <laughs> I'm still not certain I fully <laughs> understand. Well, we're the one with the going at. Well, it, it, I don't understand. If Asmodeus could just fucking snap his fingers and reclaim all of it, why doesn't he? He can't. That's why he needs the sources. That was so. That, that's what he's after. That's the only way he can recreate this world. Anyway, is with the with the sources. The pact has to be. So what? What exactly undone. does he think he can offer us then? He gives us. He takes in the power of all four sources, and in return, that gives him additional power when he goes to other realms. But he leaves us with a enough to be able to rule here. That says we still have to defeat. The so if he cook, if we cook a turkey, he leaves us a leg. Kind of, but apparently it's enough to to say it, 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 we're full. Yeah, but if the whole point is we got to find the turkey, we got the turkey. And I know that's a shit analogy. All right, that's not my thing. That's I, 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 I can I could really go for some turkey or some ham. I mean, Does something. that sound good? But like sausage. I just like there's no leverage because we're supposed to ha- find the power, have it, and then his deal is literally we give it to him. And then he leaves us the, the scraps. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like, like it, but apparently, you know, the scraps would be enough. The other trick is, how do, how do the how, how does the forces of Gilgamark get defeated? Does he have the capability right now of being able to do that? If so, why doesn't he use it? Because the pact that he engineered is in danger. And if he doesn't have that power, does it still fall upon us to try to defeat them using our our abilities? I, I don't understand. My my point is, he can't be trusted. No, I mean, yeah. no, he, I mean... He, he <laughs> will do whatever it takes to get this. The grand irony of that being is that he's so... It's so critical that he that he, that he uses the law to deceive. You know, he, he, he um, spells everything out, and then in the end, you don't get what you think you're getting. It's, it's fascinating. I'm just saying, like, I'm not really interested in giving it to him. And if that means we got to fight one more thing, well... So I don't think it makes any sense for him to be on the, the other side. I, I mean, he could be indifferent, but why help them undo something he did? It's like a goddamn dodecahedron around here with all the different sides going on. He's only interested in his own side, I think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get it. I just, I mean, I don't see his play, but then again, he's not... Sh- sh- I'm immortal. And I, uh, he's got infinite abilities to. Uh, I mean, let's say we give him me. the power. What's to stop him from taking the rest? Well, if he if he strikes a bargain, he he, he has to follow his own rules to an extent. Yeah, he would. He can twist them, but he knows he knows the deal better than we do, though. There's, al- yeah. there's always a loophole, oh, yeah. particularly when you invented the fucking concept. I'm baffled by this. I hope things do not go so badly that there's a point where we are. Sorely tempted to make that deal. Maybe this is arrogance. But if this world can't stand on its own, I'd rather see it fail than fall into the hands of... Us? Not <laughs> not yeah, us, but I yeah. him. Yeah. I. What's worse, they're not being a future or enslaving it to him. Uh, for one, I'll take my shot. Maybe we're not the heroes the world needed, but... We're fucking here, and we've never backed down before, and I don't think we're going to start now. doesn't matter if it's the ones that we they wanted or not. The only ones that are here. 
goddamn right. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what chance they think that we have of winning or losing. Because if we don't fight, then we automatically lose. Not trying is the only way that we instantly lose. Everybody we've ever talked to or met has had an angle or a play. And they've all got plans and schemes and wheels within wheels. And there's only one kink that they all have to worry about. And that's the four of us. So fuck the plans and fuck the schemes. Let's do it our way. This world must embark on a dangerous journey. One, one far more dangerous than the one that it was already on. But it's the only chance we have. We gotta crack a few eggs. Have to crack a lot of eggs. <laughs> one big one, and it's the one we're walking on. You know, if we have if we had some ham with the eggs, and maybe maybe some cheese to go to, that could. If we come out the other side, we can make it so there's ham for everybody, <laughs> unless you're vegan. You know, if we were to take his bargain, we could recreate the world, and ham could be plentiful. It could fall from the sky at regular intervals. Yeah, but in his world, ham would taste like dirt. I mean, maybe with some pineapple on it, it would taste better. We could could juice it up. Put a brine in there. I'm really hungry. Do we have any of that um, leftover uh, from last night? Do we have any? So here's the deal. I mean, it wouldn't be the first time one of us made a deal. But for me, it's a no, dog. <laughs> I've made a commitment elsewhere. My last deal uh, got a little bit thorny, so... <laughs> Weird. Strange. It's called a learning experience. Ash, you're your own man. What do you think? I'll do it myself. You mean you'll cut a deal yourself? No. Oh. Okay. Good, Good clarification. Winner, yeah. Winner yeah. lose on the strength of our own hands, right? Speaking of which, uh, Nathan, have you become an avatar yet? We have no, I'm getting there. Okay, is it? Do you have a uh, timeline or anything? Because battles tomorrow. I don't know. If I have. I've got precious little information. I've tried reaching uh, out a couple of times, and I, I'm supposed to get vagaries. And... I can't wait for the story reveal where Hatham isn't an avatar and never was supposed to be. He's just like Hydra Bob. He's just a normal dude. No, like you go back through the entire podcast, and Hatham's never damaged an opponent, and where he's just been an imaginary friend the whole time. <laughs> I've damaged, <laughs> I've damaged you multiple times with Splash. Okay, I was about to say, I have eaten a crit fireball at point blank before. I do not buy that but, for a second. But the other guy didn't. <laughs> it's in your head. I was fine. You caused the fire that hurt yourself because you're half demon. Well, that fiendish blood in it's you. It's a Tyler Durden thing. Yeah. It's like, we're gonna. You're, all, you're really fucked up, you know? <laughs> Who would fireball an innocent man? You, <laughs> you son of a bitch! See everybody that everybody that was watching saw you talking to someone, and then turn your hand to your own head, and then fire came out. I don't even know any really fire don't. spells. It's just yeah, that's why it was so weird. But Matt, but but your alternate persona does. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a Sheeran all along. So like Roddy kind of stands up from like the comfy logs we've all been sitting on or whatever, and like kind of shakes it off, as I raw. Well, we've considered your offer, and I'll see you in hell. So you're accepting? No. no. <laughs> I'm saying I'm coming, and hell's coming with me. <laughs> no, no, we're fighting hell. Well, well, no, we're not fighting hell, but we're not yeah. on hell's side. Yes, but they're chasing us, so I figure if we run at the other bad guys, ah, then, yeah. you know. Lead them right into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if everyone wants to kill us, we just need to get them all in one room. Tactics. 
If we get all the enemies to round up so that way we can take care of all of them at once, it'll yeah. be very convenient. See, if they fight each other for like the pleasure of killing us, mm -hmm. it's a win-win. I accept your bet all. <laughs> you see, my timetable's ra rather filled, so um, if the if the demon army's gonna invade, can you guys do it while we're at New Hope? It really, I, what? I what? need to kill two birds with one What time here. is it, Rich? Like, for you guys? Yeah, like in-game. So interestingly enough, you guys feel like you have about two hours before you need to move out. And oddly enough, you guys feel more well-rested now. Like you got some actual good sleep. I was going to suggest we uh, we uh, pass a bottle around. Let's 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 start this fight off right. Mimosas. I mean, the the, the <laughs> fact of the matter is, listen, we have we have stumbled bass backwards into this whole situation from the very beginning, and you know what? We've made it this far, and so for all those who didn't think we could, or all those enemies that we've defeated, or all the assholes that we're going to fight tomorrow, you know what? Fuck them. Let's have a drink. Clink. Who wants some? Everybody, come on here. I've got this bottle of wine I've been Let's keeping. do it. Yeah, what's up? Where did you hold this? Um, <laughs> let's just say, let's just say I've got my own bag of holding. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I've, it's been in my pack. Ass wine, right. That's right. It's a reinforced bottle. Though. Not my first time to prison. Uh, it's, it's, it's a turlet wine. Turlet wine. But it's a good, and, good and sweet and chilled. I don't know how it Come goes. to find out, we've been past that for three days. The battle is over. <laughs> As Modi has fucked us. Guys are lying in the field. Yeah, yeah. So we'll drink a little bit. Get some get some false courage before we go into this shindig tomorrow. I feel a tingle. Because elves can drink a lot. That's the courage kicking in. <laughs> you know what we need? We need one of those uh, potions from uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China that oh, gives all the, all the warriors <laughs> before they go in. You know, I feel good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, actually, I know what I was, what I was thinking. I was like, um, do we have the material components for Raised Dead? And then I remembered, oh, it doesn't no. matter. I'm nine, I'm not ninth level. <laughs> I can't cast it. So It's what, like 10K or something? Well, I can I, I can raise the dead. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've noticed. We've been to talk to you about that. There's some fine print on that. Um, as everyone is doing their preparations, because the Shirian really doesn't have much she has to prepare, to be honest. Same. So Shirian has gone up to... Um, one of the uh, nearly a top of the hill um, in the direction generally of uh, where New Hope is. And Asherian looks very um, pensive as usual. Looks not, it doesn't look like anything is different about him, but you can tell something is off mainly because, much like similar to, to Roddy, but the wind around the entire area has picked up rather heavily. You can feel, you can see, obviously see some trees swaying in the wind and leaves are being thrown around and some small objects are also being moved. As the Shirin looks off towards New Hope, he reaches up to the, the base of his neck where he has the um, necklace with all the tags for all the other um, rangers in his unit. And um, he breaks it off from his neck and just throws it off in the distance. Unless the wind throw it away from him. God, I've got to do daily spell preparations, you know, so I'll sit down in a, a place where I can get in contact with earth and, and stone, and um, I'll sit there for a few minutes as I'm, I'm getting my spells together for the day, and um, as I'm done, I'll, I'll pause for a moment or two longer, and I realize we're going to have to move out here pretty soon, but um, I'll, I'll, I'll close my eyes, and I'll try to get one of those deep connections again, and say, um, O oh, great god of mysteries, Emeryn, tomorrow we, or today, <laughs> boy, time moves fast, 
we uh, we have a big fight, and a lot is at stake. And um, it has been a privilege to learn more and to become your servant. I'm going to fight hard tomorrow and do everything I can to turn this tide. If you have any advice, I would be pleased to receive it. But if not, know that I will do my best. And I'll just kind of get into that connection to see if there's any anything that's communicated. So as you make that connection to Emeryn, and, and you've done this before, and you've actually got a little used to it, uh, you know, and you've been satisfied to feel that connection grow as either you become more connected or Emeryn grows stronger, or maybe a little bit of both. Uh, but for the first time, you feel something different here. And you think that instead of sensing Emeryn, you're sensing more of what he, what's going on. What, what you're sensing more of how he's feeling. Uh, you know, instead of just the sense of him being near in a presence, you're sensing an emotion. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely anxiety, worry. Yeah. It, it, it's very, very much, very much worry and concern. For the first time, as you kind of sit there and drift off in the the sense of that connection. There is a brief moment where you no longer just feel, but now that you see. Mm-hmm. And just before you you kind of snap out of that trance, you think for the first time you've ever actually seen Emeryn. What's it? What does he look like? I mean, I'm I'm assuming it, it's more impression, or is it an actual visual, or just a? Um, it's both. Yeah. It, I'm, it, there was definitely a, a visual representation. But it's almost indescribable. You 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 saw more an entity. You saw a being, and and not just a shape or a form. It's like as though you you've kind of for the first time beheld who they really are or what they really are. But it's almost impossible to describe because it just it it, it doesn't fall into earthly terms and earthly forms. Mm-hmm. But you feel for the first time you've glimpsed Emirin. Oh, well. But when I get up, um, <clears throat> I'll be a bit in the daze, and, and to be honest, I will, um, I'll, I, I, I will be happy about that, um, because um, you know what, what a great confirmation that, that 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 really is something out there, you know, that they're they're, and I'll I'll go to the group and, and say, huh, you know, uh, <laughs> even the gods are worried about tomorrow. It's going to be a big fight, but uh, have faith. They're they're there. I. I've seen, I've seen Emmer. The gods are stressed out too, huh? Yeah. That's not, that's a little worrying. But, but they're there. And, and if they're there, if they're truly there, that means we've, we've got hope. We've got a fighting chance. True. I, I have no idea what mine is though. No, no, yeah, I got nothing for you. We just so. talked to him a little earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, we found him. It's odd that you have not, but that's fine. <laughs> I mean, well, it's not fine. Yeah. You didn't find him in the last half hour. So I have you. not. I know. Okay. I've not. Um, yeah. I've been feeding Fritz bits of breakfast sandwich. Ah, yes. You know he uh, he needs to learn to use a napkin because he's got uh, that all over his face. Fuck you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Language, little guy. Right, is like kind of watching everybody, and uh, he remembers a conversation he had when he was a young boy with Admiral James, and the admiral said something about moving toward the future unshackled from the sins of the past 
and he's just kind of watching Asurian like throw away that weight he carries and you know he's seen the other two kind of do that and he he thinks he finally understands what the admiral meant it's like to fix we have to be able to let go of all the shit behind us to get to the stuff in front of us and Roddy grabs his sword and stretches and it's like Rod. so you guys move off almost silently and wordlessly heading towards your, your coordinates and again you you don't bump into anybody but you can just sense the, the tension building the, the calm before the storm as it were it doesn't take much trouble for you to find since you kind of knew where to go and what to look for uh, Asherian, you definitely recognize this for what it is. It's a bolt hole. It's a way for someone, or maybe a few someones, to escape if needed. Uh, you, you know, since this is a small door entrance, and actually, like, when you do find the actual entrance, it's kind of hidden with rocks. Um, so it's big enough for a person to get through, but not walk easily. You kind of have to do the, the crouch and step through to get to the other side. Um, so you know that this isn't meant to, like, evacuate the town. This is some people put this as an escape route if they needed it. Uh, you know, you kind of look down, it heads down some stairs into the, the dark beyond, and presumably somewhere inside of New Hope at the other end of this little tunnel that you found. And uh, you guys begin to step into the darkness, but we're going to find out what's down there on the next episode of the Adventures of All podcast. Ogres. They have a cave troll. Various slimes. Ogres, I got an ogre sling. It's a plus 12. <laughs>